The information in this skill is provided for informational and educational purposes only. Welcome, and thank you for listening to the Multiple Sclerosis Flash Briefings. Hi, I'm Price Wilderidge, and you're listening to Multiple Sclerosis News Today's Audio News. These are today's news highlights curated by our editorial staff. Visit our website at multiplesclerosisnewstoday.com for more relevant news and patient perspectives. Add-on supplement may bolster interferon therapies for RRMS. A dietary supplement called Neuroaspis PLP-10 significantly lowered relapse rates and slowed disability progression among people with relapsing or remitting multiple sclerosis on interferon beta medications, according to a small clinical trial in Greece. The results of this study suggest that Neuroaspis PLP-10 may offer greater benefit to patients with RRMS when used as an add-on to the existing RRMS treatments, its researchers wrote. The study, Phase 3, Randomized, Double-Blind, Placebo-Controlled Trial of Neuroaspis PLP-10 as an adjunct therapy for relapsing multiple sclerosis, the mineral study, was published in BMJ Neurology Open. Multiple sclerosis supplement contains polyunsaturated fatty acids, antioxidants. While no single diet is recommended for people with multiple sclerosis, eating a varied, well-balanced diet is commonly considered best for people with the disease. It's usually advised that people with MS consume plenty of polyunsaturated fatty acids, or PUFAs, fats found in fish and nuts, which are thought to have anti-inflammatory properties and are important for nervous system repair, as well as antioxidants that can reduce oxidative stress, a type of cell damage induced by inflammation. Neuroaspis PLP-10, marketed in Europe by Aniva International, is a dietary supplement that contains a combination of PUFAs alongside several antioxidants, namely vitamin E and gamma tocopherol. This supplement showed an ability to reduce relapses and slow MS disability progression in a proof-of-concept trial. To confirm the findings, a team led by scientists in Cyprus conducted a Phase three clinical trial. The study tested the efficacy of Neuroaspis PLP-10 as an add-on or adjunct treatment for RRMS patients who were receiving interferon-based therapies, such as Avonex, interferon-beta-1A, or Extavia, interferon-beta-1B. In the study, 28 people on interferon treatment for at least six months were given oral neuroaspis PLP-10, taken daily, 30 minutes before dinner. Another 27 patients were given a placebo, virgin olive oil. Participants were instructed not to alter their normal dietary or exercise habits. The trial's primary goal was to determine if two years of neuroaspis PLP-10 supplementation lowered relapse rates. The time to confirmed disability progression defined as a sustained increase in expanded disability status scale scores lasting at least six months, was a key secondary goal. This is a phase three double-blind randomized placebo-controlled clinical trial study that specifies definite clinical endpoints in an attempt to demonstrate possible adjunct therapeutic effects on disease-modifying therapy, or DMT, in MS by a specific dietary nutrition formula, the team wrote. The study, which lasted for over two years, was completed by 19 patients in the Neuroaspis PLP-10 group and 20 in the placebo group. 
The most common reasons for stopping early included changes in MS treatment, patient choice, and pregnancy. After one year, average annual relapse rates were 0.13 for neuroaspis PLP-10 patients and 0.63 for those on a placebo. This difference, representing an 80% relative reduction in the annual relapse rate, persisted out to two years and remained statistically significant after adjustments for age, sex, years since MS diagnosis, and clinical factors at the trial's start. The probability of sustained disability progression also was significantly lower after two years for patients on neuroaspis PLP-10 than a placebo, 18.8% versus 47.4%. This represents a relative 73% decrease in the risk of sustained disability progression with neuroaspis PLP-10, the researchers said. After 30 months, MRI data showed that rates of new or enlarging lesions were 51% lower among patients on neuroaspis PLP-10 compared to a placebo. Rates of actively inflamed lesions were 71% lower with a dietary supplement. Over the course of the study, no severe side effects related to neuroaspis PLP-10's use were reported. This novel oral treatment formulation, associated with no significant side effects, given as adjunct to the previously considered first-line drugs, such as interferon therapies, and possibly with the rest of the newer medications, can introduce a safe and increased treatment effect to complement the reported efficacy of the DMTs alone, the scientists concluded. This news article was written by Marissa Wexler, MS, on November 23, 2022. Click the link in the description below to read more on this and other topics of interest on the MS News Today's website. The MS Wire, a column by Ed Tobias, published on November 25, 2022. Dr. Amazon takes a third jab at medical care. For the past few years, the company that brings us everything from books to basketballs has been experimenting with doing the same with medical care. Of course, it's Amazon. In 2018, the company launched a project called Haven in partnership with a pair of financial giants with the goal of providing healthcare services to over a million employees. The idea behind the project was to make primary care easier to access, insurance benefits simpler to understand and easier to use, and prescription drugs more affordable. Haven lasted only about three years before its plug was pulled. In 2019, Amazon launched another healthcare effort, a telemedicine service called Amazon Care. Skip the waiting room and start a virtual, primary, or urgent care visit from the comfort of your home, they advertised. The service was initially only available to Amazon employees in the Seattle area, but later expanded to employees in all 50 states, as well as other employers. In-person services were also provided in several major metropolitan areas. But in August, Amazon announced it will shut down Amazon Care at the end of this year. Although our enrolled members have loved many aspects of Amazon Care, it is not a complete enough offering for the large enterprise customers we have been targeting and wasn't going to work long term, said Neil Lindsay, senior vice president of Amazon Health Services, in an email to employees that was shared with the New York Times. Enter Amazon Clinic. Amazon's latest healthcare venture, announced earlier this month, is a virtual service called Amazon Clinic. Patients, Amazon calls them customers. Go to the website and select from a list of about 20 basic health conditions. 
Things such as acne, cold sores, acid reflux, and urinary tract infections, as well as medication refills for illnesses such as hyperlipidemia, hypertension, and hypothyroidism. Patients then choose from a list of telehealth providers and complete a short questionnaire. Finally, they're matched with a clinician and connect with them through messages on a secure portal. After the consultation, the clinician will send a personalized treatment plan via the portal and any necessary prescriptions to the patient's preferred pharmacy. To start, Amazon Clinic will be available in 32 states. Testing Amazon Clinic Florida is one of the states where Amazon Clinic is available, so I was able to take the website for a small test drive using a problem that's common for people with multiple sclerosis, a UTI. I was offered a choice between two online clinics, each costing $35 and offering a response time of two hours or less. One clinic provided pictures and names of four board-certified physicians on its staff. The other showed pictures of six people in white coats without any other identification. The next step required filling out the patient questionnaire, but I went no further because it also required having or creating an Amazon account. I think that could be a problem for some people. What does it cost? Amazon says the cost of a consultation will often be the same as or less than the average insurance copay. And I think $35 probably meets that goal. But Amazon Clinic doesn't yet accept insurance for its consultations. Is it worth $35 out of your pocket to get a doctor to provide an online diagnosis and write a prescription? Insurance, by the way, can be used to pay for that script. And will the third time be the charm for Dr. Amazon? To read more columns from Ed Tobias and our other contributors, visit our website at multiplesclerosisnewstoday.com. Follow the link in the description below. This is MS News Today's Audio News. Subscribe to our channel and never miss an episode. And if you're listening on Spotify, Apple, or Google Podcasts, hit save. Thanks for tuning in. The information in our flash briefings and podcasts are provided for informational and educational purposes only. Be sure to tune in daily to Multiple Sclerosis News Today for the latest news and perspectives regarding the disease. Discover more content that might be of interest to you at www.multiplesclerosisnewstoday.com and be sure to follow us on social media and join our Multiple Sclerosis News Today forums, a trusted MS community ready to welcome you anytime.